Hey, this is Josiah, a.k.a. Azir from Roll to Hit. We want to thank everyone for listening and the great feedback and comments that we get from you. We've come a really long way since the first episode. For example, we no longer eat chips while playing, nom 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 nom, and we've invested in new equipment and software, so hopefully you've noticed a boost in the quality. We're having a lot of fun making the show for you all, and if you get value out of the show, we ask that you think about giving a little value back. One way you can do that is by going to our new Patreon at patreon.com slash roll to hit. We're trying this as an experiment, and we appreciate whatever you can afford to give. If you'd rather have something you can touch and smell in exchange for your support, check out our store at shop.spreadshirt.com slash thecommentist. You can get a t-shirt or a coffee mug with our newly designed podcast logo on it. And, of course, if you can't afford to give a single copper piece, we totally understand. Everyone can help out by rating us on iTunes or sharing the podcast with your friends and network. Thanks a lot for your consideration, and now the show. Last time on Roll to Hit. You all feel it before you hear it. The ground and its earthly contents shift. The deafening boom cacophonously erupts from seemingly all corners of the land. Without any seismic activity, slithering down the roads, grass, and dirt begins giant cracks in the earth. Oozing up is a brown fuzz. The town's ambience is full on panic. <laughs> Reroll for initiative. <laughs> when, that, when, the, when the world gets really cold, Sherlock Holmes says, oh my god! Hell is frozen over. (laughs) (laughs) I got 24. Jeez. Uh, 18. 6. 17. How close are the buildings in Scandra? Uh, They're pretty close. Think of it like, I don't know, ask Paul. He made the damn city. (laughs) Can I, like, can I run rooftop to rooftop, I guess is my question. I don't think so. Okay. No, I mean, the only alleyways between the houses are, like, people's actual... Back front side yards and stuff. Uh, so, before we all start, is it safe to say that you guys are interested in what the hell this brown fuzz is? And would you start your turn investigating it, or would you keep on running? I'm gonna investigate it. Yeah, I, I want to know what the heck is going on. That is, is your curiosity? Yes. Talon, you hate learning things, right? I do. <laughs> I, uh, but he's gonna punch it. <laughs> I think I'm just going to keep going towards the smoke. Is the smoke still go- like billowing up? It's Yeah, it's not billowing anymore, but the smoke is there from whatever happened. How far is it from me? Uh, uh, well, it's 160 feet from the outside of the town, uh, which is presumably the smoke is somewhere from outside the town. It's 160 from me to the door, and then it's somewhere outside of it. Yeah, it's 160 in pure diagonal direction. The town is obviously not built to right. move diagonal through. I guess I'll investigate the Browns. All right, everyone's interested in it. So, roll a DC-10 survival check. And tell me if you pass it. DC-10. Yes, survival. Um, 10? Survival. Oh, DC-10. Wow. Wow. (laughs) I rolled it. It was like on two, and then it flipped. (laughs) Yeah, I got it. 18? Oh, well, 17. (laughs) I got a six. Uh All right, so everyone but Azir, roll with an advantage, a nature check. Advantage nature check? Yeah. 
Natural 20. 22. Uh, 14. 16. My dice are on fire. 19. 14. Ooh. All right, so that is in Talon. Close your ears. Wow, it's 16. Um, yeah, you'll... I'll, yes. I'll say something different. Yeah. <laughs> you muted it. Uh, it's a good, good effort. All right, you, you guys are actually aware of what this is. It's brown mold. Brown mold feeds on warmth, drawing heat from anything around it. A patch of brown mold typically covers a 10-foot square, and the temperature within 30 feet of it is always frigid. Brown mold is immune to fire, and any source of fire brought within it will cause the patch to instantly expand outward in the direction of the fire. Um, however, a patch of brown mold exposed to any effect of cold will instantly destroy it. Even though it's it's like radiating cold. Yeah, it's because it's sucking in the heat. It's not it's not actually radiating oh, cold. It actually draws okay. the heat in from all sources. Science. Yes. All right. So, uh, so that's so it. Does is it like sentient? Does, can it follow me, or if I just no, stay away just, from it? It's just mold that happens to draw on on heat. Okay. So if I yeah. Okay. Okay. That's it. All right, guys. Do we have to close our ears? No. Okay. So. Uh, you guys, uh, dummy version. <laughs> you you guys don't know what this is. Looks to be some sort of brown substance. It does. It doesn't look to be emitting coldness. It appears to be kind of eating warmth. That's sucking kind of all the heat around it to survive. And is it like spreading across the ground, or just where the cracks? It's just are? Slow, yeah, It's just it's slowly rising out of the cracks. Um, at a very slow pace. Like, it's not like you, you need to escape it or anything. It's just rising at this point. Okay. Sherlock. Yes. Uh, amongst all the chaos, you notice a human child sitting in a puddle, bawling and covering his face with his hands. Is he in the the stuff? No, he's, he's just in, in a puddle. Is he in front of a building? He's <laughs> in a puddle. <laughs> uh, how old? It's a, ti- a tiny human. You know these to be childs. Um, <laughs> I I run over. It, it's in walking, moving distance. Yeah, yeah. This, this is as you're moving. You All see right. this from the side of your eye. I move over to get in front of this child, um, about like five feet away. Yeah, but... and I just say like, "Child, are you okay?" <laughs> child, step out of that puddle. <laughs> Is it still, its hands are still covering its face? It's just kind of rubbing its eyes. Okay. There's dirt on his face as well, because he's probably touched the dirt, because kids are messy. Um, <laughs> can I do, like, a perception? Oh, no, I don't want to do a perception check. Um, no, I'm sure like goddamn Holmes. I'm going to do a perception check. <laughs> to see if there's, like, if... I, I want to just see if there's, like, anyone else around that seems to care about this child. <laughs> Can I do that? Perception? Yeah. You notice a hawk. <laughs> <laughs> 21. Oh, fuck you. All right, well, I think it was a fun thing. All right, you notice actually a line of children. Holy shit. Like 20 feet away. Children of the corn. Uh, <laughs> next to a minotaur. What? <laughs> um, can, you, can you tell me like... Uh, are these children, like, fearful? Are they, like... They're just... They're all following a minotaur, like, follows the leader. Is he playing like a, a flute or something? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck. Uh, He's just crying. Uh, oh, I want my mom and dad. I say, child, who's, the, who's that minotaur? 
Oh, uh, that's Milo the Minotaur. Is he a good guy? Yeah, he takes care of me now that my parents are dead. All right, let's get back to Milo. Uh, <laughs> oh, whoa! <laughs> Glazed over that, that one a little bit. Uh, I, I reach to kind of take his hand and I shout like, Milo, you're missing one! It's too loud to hear anything over all this, but you can take the kid if you want. I, I, yeah, I, I take his hand. All right, you pick the kid, you, you take the kid's hands. How big is this child? I'm only... <laughs> I weigh 43 pounds. <laughs> then, yeah, he's probably as big as you. <laughs> With my superhuman minus one strength. All right, so you are leading a kid to a minotaur. <laughs> this sounds like a bad idea. Azir, your eyes are fixated... On the minotaur. Yes, your eyes are fixated on the plume of smoke 175 feet away. So, right. Deck saving throw. Roll it. A uh, seven. You are completely blindsided by the flat side of a pike whizzing through the air, hitting you in the head, giving you four damage. A pike. I think this is the first damage dealt so far. <laughs> On your left is the weapons shop. Half of the front wall is missing, and an unusual amount of shoppers are inside. And they seem to be in a frenzy to buy everything they can. <laughs> Only problem is there's no cashier to make change, and you're fairly certain they're looters. <laughs> How many? There are nine people currently inside. Are they like just normal looking? Are they like mean looking? There are various demeanors. races and classes and demeanors, yeah. All right, I, I uh, pick up the pike that just <laughs> hit me in the head and I, I shout at them in my most authoritative voice and I say, hey, this is no time to take advantage. Get back to your houses and avoid the brown mold. Are you persuading or intimidating them? I'm going to intimidate. Nah, I'm going to... It, it's actually the same bonus. Okay, then. Uh, yeah. Uh, 21. Okay. I'm going Intimid to persuade persu him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you should do this because it's in the best interest. Because if, if you, don't, you don't, I will kick your ass. <laughs> <hand. laughs> all right, all but, all but three, hear your words and take off. We're running past you. Uh, feel free to take an opportunity attack against them, but it might be useless. They are running away from you. Uh, they're, they're, do they drop what they have and run past Yeah, them? so the three remaining looters stare at you. One is holding a light crossbow. One is wearing copious layers of stolen armor and holding a battle axe. And the last one has fitted himself with two long swords around his waist, both sheathed. As they stare you down and music starts to play, we go to Talon. <laughs> <laughs> Talon, as you're on your way, maniacally laughing as he runs past you, an elf in urchin clothing trips over his own feet and drops a flask. He gets up and keeps on running as it crashes to the ground and erupts in smoke, stopping you as you wait for your vision to return. Waving your arms to clear the smoke, where it landed is now covered in vines. More importantly, catching your attention is Nathan Hendrickson's potion shop, <laughs> where the shopkeeper's outside with a broom swatting away more looters. So the, the flask that the elf was carrying crashed. Like yeah, it crashed, right? and in a puff of smoke, their vines. This took a couple seconds to wave away the smoke. I mean, the elf is long gone. Okay. But it does draw your attention to the looters in Nathan Hendrickson's potion shop. <laughs> so I'll go back and try to persuade the looters to stop looting. All right. Just like my older brother. <laughs> <laughs> You run into the potion shop to see a group of four tweaked-out urchins grabbing any potion and herbs they can find. The shopkeeper, presumably Nathan, is doing his best to stop them. With a broom. Yeah. Say, come on, guys, Nathan's a good person. You don't want to do this. All right, uh, <laughs> go ahead and run a 
intimidation persuasion. or persuasion check, whichever one. Eleven. <laughs> Uh, they seem too, too tweaked out to even understand what you're saying and probably wouldn't even care. So as you're yelling at more looters, we'll go to Thaddeus. Thaddeus, you've been trying your hardest to avoid the brown aberrations from below, but it seems like it's growing everywhere. Even parts where the ground isn't cracked, it's finding a way onto the surface through the tiniest of openings. Worst yet is the undeniably growing amount of dead bodies on the ground. <laughs> Not taking the situation lying down is a noticeably animated dwarf who is currently doing cartwheels and flips around the streets, <laughs> dual-wielding war picks as he smashes every piece of brown mold he sees. Ha-ha! He shouts as he <laughs> aerials over another overrun section of street. Using the claw of the pick, he digs into the ground before switching hands and bringing down the face of the pick on the uprooted slush. You slow down as to not accidentally get into his war pick path. Now, wait, so is this... I mean, is this soft fuzz, or is this like, is he smashing it because it's harding and it's cracking, or is uh, it just... Run a perception check. Uh, 17... That's good, okay. If we're all being honest, it really doesn't look like he's doing much of anything. <laughs> the, the brown stuff is already pretty amorphous and shapeless. Hammering it and stabbing it doesn't seem to be doing anything besides removing it from the cracks in the ground. <laughs> um, hey, you dumber than me. Stop doing that. He notices you and halts and points his war pick at you. Fear not, fellow traveler. Steve motherfucking Pierce is here to save the day. <laughs> she uses a 360 split leap over another piece of brown mold and hammers the ground again. <laughs> We're going to jump back to Sherlock. Yay. Uh, what was I doing? Oh, leading the, leading yeah. the child <laughs> to the minotaur. <laughs> I've deemed this minotaur safe and trustworthy. All right. you. Uh, As I'm getting closer, I keep yelling like, Milo! Milo! <laughs> oh, what? Joshua, get back here! <laughs> Little Joshua Bruckner is always trying to run away. I'm glad he didn't take you to the graveyard where his parents are. <laughs> Occasionally, he tells people his parents are missing, and then when he tells them where to find them, they go to the graveyard. Fortunately, you're perceptive enough to avoid doing this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Come along. He, uh, the Hinator bows his head as Joshua grabs one of his horns and Blings himself on the other and rides on his uh, neck. Hi, Joshua. Yeah, he's gripping it like a Harley. <laughs> I do a cartwheel and continue running towards uh, <laughs> towards the smoke. Yeah, as you leave, the Minotaur is leading them down paths. Uh, so yeah, you saw that one through perception. <laughs> How close was the graveyard? It was pretty. It was pretty out of the way. It's just gonna be funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Azir, who is tr trying to stop. Weapon looters with weapons. Three of them remain. Uh, they're all in a tiny building. They're all in a 20-foot room. And, and the, so the door is broken off the, the... Yeah, the front half of the building is collapsed from the cracks in the ground rooming, removing gotcha. the structural integrity. So it's pretty open. And is there anybody around, like uh, police perhaps? or? Uh, you can look around. It is pretty chaotic. It seems that everyone is, you know, it, it's a free-for-all. It's pretty much martial law at this point. How close is the uh, brown mold? You don't see any in your immediate vicinity. Uh, it's possible underneath the ground is what took out the front of the shop. I don't, I don't feel cold at all? Nope. All right. I tried to intimidate one more time. And all right. Run an intimidation check on the crowd. Is there anyone specifically you want to intimidate? The crossbow guy, the armor guy, the longsword guy, or just the group? The longsword guy. All right, go for it. So I tell him, um, hey, don't I know you? <laughs> <laughs> 17. 
the bandit looks at you and then realizes what you're saying is possibly true and doesn't want to get caught. And so I, I tell him, do the right thing and help me get rid of these guys. He looks at you, looks at his looters, and then takes both hands, crosses them in front of his stomach, and grabs both swords at once, unsheathing them and raising them high in a triumphant Y shape. <laughs> he glares at you for a second, then both his forearms start to slip until they slide neatly off his arms and onto the ground. Perhaps you should be more careful how you draw swords. <laughs> he's chopped. He's chopped. <laughs> so, as you all as as you all deal with that, Talon, you're also trying to stop your own pool of looters. Uh, so, how many are there? There are four looters in there, and they're just fine. And they're grabbing potions. They're drinking some of them. They're just in a frenzy. Can I just smack one of them over the head with a quarterstaff and try to knock them out? Yes. 19. Oh, yeah, that's going to hit him. So go ahead and roll your damage. Five damage. All right, uh, the first tweaker takes one right in the face and falls to the ground. Can I say something now or not? Yeah. All right, so I'm going to switch to intimidation (laughs) and say, get out now or this will happen to you too. They look at you and then continue gobbling down (laughs) down potions. They're complete (laughs) drug addicts. (laughs) <laughs> all right, Thaddeus, <laughs> you're watching some guy doing some crazy stuff and smashing up all that mold. Yeah. Hammer it, flattening it, and appears to be, as you've noticed, not really doing much. Calm down, buddy. I don't think you're doing anything. Oh, but you don't know the ace up my sleeve! He nonchalantly spins both war picks around his hands and shoves them into his belt. From behind his back, he draws a torch while he lights a match with his other hand before crossing him in front of his face and lighting the torch, <laughs> all the while never breaking eye contact with you. <laughs> Dropping the match, he takes a swig from his water skin, winks, and proceeds to bring his torch to his mouth and blow a cone of fire on the extracted mold. Instantaneously, the mold bursts into double its size and engulfs Stephen's stream of fire, rapidly feeding off it until every bit of flame is now mold all the way to his lips. <sighs> Stephen throws his head back and lets out a muffled, swollen, choking scream before collapsing onto the ground and convulsing. Spewing out of his eyes and ears is more mold as his body turns a pale, frostbitten white for a moment before entirely disintegrating into the brown sludge. All that remains above the hairy mold are two war picks. <laughs> Jesus. Um, well, yeah. fire doesn't work on it. Um, guess I'll try to go over to him and pull some of it off. You cautiously walk over to try to remove the mold from Stephen's body. So, we are back to... Fucking Stephen. <laughs> Gnomes. Yeah, Sherlock. The body count is clearly rising. Each street you turn down seems to have another unfortunate soul splayed on the ground. You hop over a body on your way towards the smoke when a hand reaches out and grabs onto your shirt tail. Turning around, you see an eight-limbed man thrashing on the ground. Eight-limbed? Yes, turns out it's just a normal dead guy on top of a normal alive guy. His (laughs) muted cries are likely concerning getting this body off of him. Um, uh, I'm going to take out my magnifying glass and inspect that the, the dead body's on top of the Yeah. Yes, that would happen. Yes. Oh, there's a body trapped underneath me. Um, <laughs> I'm going to, I want to inspect the dead body specifically for uh, any sense of like if the mold is, um, has taken over this person. No, he seems to be, the body's laid on the ground and there is a blood stream on the guy's head. Looks like this guy fell 
It's not that he was consumed by the mold. The man underneath says, Is there someone there? Get him off! Um, I'm gonna quickly look up with my magnifying glass. Okay. Uh, the magnifying glass doesn't do any much help while, while <laughs> looking up. Um, but... What does my other eye see? <laughs> up in the eye is a lantern pole with an unlit lamp at the end. You can assume that this guy was probably the lamppost operator. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to, if I still have another move, I'm going to try to pull the, the, the top guy off. All right, you will pull the top guy off after deducing the death of the first man after this break as we jump to Azir. All right. So... Who has just killed a man by <laughs> tricking him into cutting his arms off. <laughs> <laughs> Two more men remain, the crossbow guy and the armor guy. Uh, they're, they're unfazed? No. No, they are phased? <laughs> they are not phased. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I turn to them and say, look what I did to him without even drawing a weapon. I think you guys need to drop that stolen stuff and get out of here. I'm not playing. <laughs> All right, roll another check if you'd like. Oh. <laughs> Six. Uh, <laughs> I guess I was. Uh, they're I'm just playing. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. They're buying from you as much as they're buying from the store, which is they aren't. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> the man with the light crossbow is actually going to fire it at you. Yeah, no. That's right. Just give me a reason. <laughs> just give me a reason. <laughs> he actually has his advantage because he's too close. Eleven versus your AC. That is a miss. Okay. And are you able to catch missiles? If I were to take damage, I reduce the damage by 1d10 plus my dexterity modifier plus my monk level. If I reduce it to zero, I cut it and I can throw it back at him. Okay, so if he's missed... Okay. The guy fires off once and does nothing. Now the other guy in armor with a battle axe is going to make an attempt to hit you. 16. Doesn't hit. All right. He kind of, in his giant thing, a suit of armor, he's not very mobile. He tries to hit you with his battle axe and does absolutely nothing. We will go back to uh, uh, Thaddeus. Yep. So Thaddeus, okay. you're going to approach the brown mold and try to release him off. from it. Uh, before the mold even touches you, your arm is already recoiled. A shooting pain strains through your entire body like an icicle has staked you in the heart. Your eyes twitch as your body contorts in a crampled shiver going momentarily numb. You take... Hey, this is Paul from Roll to Hit, also known as Sherlock Gnomes, also known as your former Dungeon Master. We're just taking a quick break so I can tell you about the Commentist Network. That's the podcast network that Roll to Hit is a part of. Uh, you can check out a lot of other great podcasts at thecommentist.com. You can also find us on iTunes and Stitcher. You can find all of our podcasts like Continuous Improvement, that's another one that I do, or The Bearded Vegans, that's another one that I do. Or you can check out the lesser podcasts, <laughs> such as The Unwind, that's one that uh, Sean, Josiah, and Rob do, and um, there's another cool one called Kiss the Crest. That's what. Uh, that's another one that Rob, Sean, and one of our other strange friends do about soccer. So uh, yeah, please check those out, and uh, thank you. Make sure to subscribe and leave us a comment. And I love you. What? <laughs> Fifteen cold damage. Fifteen. Okay. What? Um. You should just stop and look at him, and then pick up the dice again and get wrong. How are the eggs doing? I know it's not my turn, but. <laughs> you've been you've been uh, taking any damage, right? Nope. You've just been chilling. Yeah. Yeah. Saving children. They're fine. Yeah, the child ate one of your eggs, no! but you still have three more. So. <laughs> 
Um, so I can't even get near him, right? Because I already took damage? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll repeat, in case you didn't notice, the booze was shooting out of Steve's, like, ears and eyes. <laughs> He's probably dead. He's probably not okay. <laughs> uh, okay, then I'll slowly walk away and All right. say, sorry, buddy. You give him a nice salute and kind of shuffle backwards. I assume you want to continue towards the... Uh... Yeah. All right, Talon, so, so you've killed one and there are three more. Well, I knocked him out. Yes. Uh, all right. So the I'm three going... at the start of your turn, the three are actually going to throw, throw potions at you. So make three different deck saving throws. <laughs> uh, twenty-one, twenty-two, and six. All right. You do a limbo to save the first one. You matrix the other one. The third one hits you square in the chest. <laughs> all right. Uh. Potion of aging. <laughs> yes, you get 40 years older. So a potion, you can see in slow motion, a potion that seems to be just smoke inside hits you and pours out. A gaseous scent and vision is seen around you. It's a stink bomb. <laughs> As you dissolve into a misty cloud. <laughs> and talent's gone from the game. <laughs> yes, you are currently in the form of a misty cloud. Can, right. I, can I do Misty Step? <laughs> uh, currently, all you can do is fly at a speed of 10 feet. You can, however, you can occupy the space of another creature. Uh, you, have, <laughs> you have resistance to almost all saving throws, and you can pass through small holes and even cracks. Oh. But you are a ball of gas. <laughs> so, I'm a gas. Yeah. I don't know if I'm toxic or anything, correct? Run an arcana check, because there's a chance you would know what this potion is. Gas Talon <laughs> runs an arcana check. But I'm yeah. conscious, like, I can still think. Yes, you're, you're, you're completely conscious. Uh, 15? Oh, I had it at 16. Nope. <laughs> you, 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 really? no yeah, you have no idea. I rolled a 16, too. All you uh, know is you feel yourself becoming a gaseous cloud. A misty gaseous cloud. I have no, long, no idea how long this is gonna last, either. No. Can I... I guess I'll just occupy the space as one of the looters. Okay. Space. You're, you're going to slowly move over one of the looters? Yeah. <laughs> the one that threw this specific All right. Line. The one who threw that looks at you, sees the gas around, and goes, Oh, man, i got to cop this shit out. <laughs> and runs out. <laughs> and ru runs out the store. <laughs> All right. So, from Gassy Talon 2. <laughs> Sherlock. Yes. Yes, you try to move the man who yes. is the dead man. So go ahead and do a strength check. Oh, wonderful. This is hilarious that this is you. <laughs> 15. Okay. All I had in my notes is uh, strength less than five just says you suck. <laughs> <laughs> so your short stature is more than enough to get leverage underneath him as you roll the face down dead man over and free the face up live man. Yay. Oh, young balls. I thought I was done for. Here I am trying to make it back to my house when all of a sudden this incubusile falls right on top of me and... Oh, what the hell is this? Did, did he pee on me too? <laughs> Laced across the man's chest is a liquid stain. He dabs his fingers in it and brings it to his nose. What? Is this oil? Uh... <laughs> I take out my Tinder box. <laughs> Very slowly. Um, it, it, there's no, like, open flames in, in this, like, in my... Five. No, not, not yet. Yeah, yeah. You're currently looking at the man and the dead man. From your vision, it's just some guy yeah. with oil on his fingers and a dead guy who fell off a lamppost. Um, I'm so small. How, how big is this guy? 
the, the alive person, how big is he? Uh, he's a normal-sized man, five foot ten. He's he's fine. He just has oil on his shirt, and he's confused why. Um, I'm going to I'm going to say to him, "Hey, Sherlock gnomes." Okay, I'm in character. <laughs> hey, there's a probably fire around here somewhere. So let's get out of this space, especially from right above us, where there's this place that lantern thing fire. Uh, and I just move. I, I start moving away, and I tell him, I'm like, you gotta move, man. You can follow me, but you gotta move. Did you mean for all those words to come out in that order as you <laughs> run away? So you are now just leaving? Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I warn fine. him to, to move because I don't want the lantern to... Perfect. You oh. run. Uh, the you're running towards the smoke at this point. Yep. Yeah. All right. And I hear an explosion behind. Run, me. <laughs> run a dex saving throw oh, as you boy. turn and run. <laughs> oh boy. Sorry, it should have been a saving throw. It should have just been a normal dex check. Nine. Uh, nine. You slip and fall on the ground. <laughs> you both of you look down to see a stream of oil that flows up into the punctured lamp of the exposed man, like an oil lamp that was yeah. in the man's pocket, freshly unplugged by overturning. The dead man. The oil is now leaking out and flowing down a makeshift brook caused by the moss expansion on the cracked ground, and it's heading directly into Curtis Smith's Blacksmith Smithy. <laughs> we'll find what happens later. <laughs> so, back to Azir. You are fighting two people who are looters uh, in a weapon shop. I'm gonna have to. Alright, sometimes you just can't talk at people. You just gotta take out your bow staff and knock them upside the head. So that's what I'll do. Uh, I'll attack the gentleman in armor first. Okay. And I will try to pull my blow so not to kill him. All right. Um, so we're doing minus one to hit. So it should be 19. The many layer armored man is unfazed by your mighty blow to his head. Uh, in doing so, he tries to turn his axe again and try to hit you. 15? No. All right, then he does nothing. Again, he's very, he's very immobile in the suit of armor as he's trying to hit you. I, I have oh. extra actions. Okay. So after hitting the gentleman in armor and realizing I'm not doing much, I decide to attack the uh, gentleman with the crossbow. All right. Same thing, I'll pull my punch. Or, Yeah, this is an unarmed blow. 16. That's a hit. Nine damage. All right, he is very badly hurt. He looks up at you and clicks the crossbow again. And says, I don't know how you, how you reload this thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, at Talon, who's now a ball of gas. <laughs> uh, I'm still a gas? Yeah. And I guess I'll move on to the next guy. The next guy goes, oh, this is some great stuff, man. And starts to breathe you in. <laughs> uh, is that it? Yeah, it's probably going to be it. He starts sucking you in completely oh, just out of his mind. <laughs> All right, so that was Talon. Thaddeus, kind of pissed that you haven't been able to solve every encounter so far with brute strength, uh, you turn a corner and run right into the moneylender from the bank. <laughs> oh, uh, Thaddeus, uh, thank goodness you're alive. I closed and locked the bank vault like I was supposed to. As he says that, a platinum bar falls out of his pants. <laughs> <laughs> what is that doing in your pants? <laughs> All right, look. <laughs> Half brain. Uh, there's this is a thousand gold pieces worth of platinum. Look at this here. All right. I see the way you look at gold. All right. <laughs> I know what you're about. Take this, cash it out at any bank in the land. I uh, <laughs> I look at him. I look at the piece. I look at him. D 
damn it. No, I won't take it. I don't believe you for a second. As the DM, I'm gonna make you roll your own charisma savings throw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 16, um... You, it takes all of your will to reject the thousand gold pieces that the money lender is offering you. What do you want me to do? Go back to the bank? Just take the fucking platinum! What are you doing with it? I, I'm, I'm, I'm cleaning it. What do you think? This town's in shambles. Here. He draws another bar from his pants and slaps it on your chest. 2,000 gold. Enough to not work for months. Enough to take a break. I'm giving you your life back. Look, man, if I didn't take the first thousand, I'm not going to take the second thousand. All right. But the third thousand. <laughs> All right, fine. You think it's time for my deposit slip? He tries to <laughs> slide un underneath your legs. Um, make a grappling check, which um, is... Yep, make an athletics check. Versus mine. Oh, okay, 25. Uh, yeah, you, it is, it's it, better than trying. You, you put your pinky and nab on his belt and just lift him up, up in the air and are now staring him in the face. So, go to. It's Sherlock, right? Yeah. So, you see, uh, you start your turn on the ground as you see the oil slowly going into Curtis Smith's Blacksmith Smithy. Is the is the guy wearing a jacket, or like what? What what is stained with the oil? It was just just his shirt. His shirt okay. was stained with the oil that uh, began pouring out when the guy fell on top of him. Yeah. But it was plugged while he was still there, so overturning him oh, okay. allowed the oil to start flowing out. So I think you can do something. You need to spend your movement to get up, because okay. you're on the ground. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna get up. Again, I'm gonna yell. Take off your shirt! All right. And then, and then I'm going to yeah, use yeah. my bonus action to dash. All right. And so use that oil to give him a nice back <laughs> uh, Time slows down as you make a dexterity check. And slip again. Uh, 13. You are above 10, but below 15, okay. if my math is right. <laughs> <laughs> Not fast enough. Uh, the man shielded in front of you that you just saved, you witnessed the sight unfolding in front of you. Oh, shit. <laughs> the oil takes no time whatsoever to locate the blacksmith's furnace. Like a fuse, the entire path of oil is lit up in a sheet of flames. Before, those flames instantly turn into the same brown material you've been avoiding, traveling back the way it came into the smithy. So the fire shoots up and then instantly becomes the brown mold the oh, other Jesus. way. An explosion, very reminiscent of the one used that started off this whole madness, detonates out the roof of the smithy in a mushroom cloud, dissolving before your eyes, before curving back down, the entire top-heavy mushroom structure is now all brown ooze oh as it begins to tilt back towards you. An unnerving sound like an entire yard of Velcro being undone emits from the mushroom moss as the umbrella-shaped piece snaps off and descends upon you. Bump. Bum, bum. What's gonna happen? Is it Azir's turn then? Oh, oh, Sherlock was introduced <laughs> and killed. Oh, that's why. Okay. Azir, you're trying to stop some looters. Yes. So, you have uh, hurt the man holding the light crossbow, and you've punched the man in armor to no avail. Alright, I'm gonna take my quarterstaff and slide it in between the guy's legs in the armor. Okay. And twist to just trip him. Alright, perfect. Uh, He's going to try to avoid that. Yeah. Uh, this guy has absolutely no dexterity in his many layers of armors. You topple him like a domino, and he falls into a case of shurikens. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
And then there, uh, the, the other guy, the light crossbow guy, is scrambling to find another crossbow because he doesn't know how to <laughs> reload the one he just fired. <laughs> All right. I can take a bonus action to hurt the other guy or no? To hurt the other uh, crossbow guy? I can't do a bonus attack unless my first action was an attack. Okay. And that was more of a movement. All right. So you have successfully dispatched with the armor guy. Well, you've knocked into a thing of shurikens at least. So we'll go to Talon, who is being... Smoked. Inhaled. Yes, it was being yeah, inhaled <laughs> how by fa- how fast a tweaked can I move? potion guy. Ten feet a second. Ten feet a turn. I don't know why I said second. I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, all right, then the I guess I'll go... Suddenly change, like, movements. Sorry. I guess I'll try to go haunt the other guy then. All right, so <laughs> you're, you're basically in a grappling or gases form with the guy. Uh, however, while you're trying to move, you're starting to get a feel for what you are. Uh, and you think that if you wanted to, you could turn back into your normal self if you just concentrate hard enough. Then I'll do that. <laughs> All right, so as your bonus action, you're turning back into yourself. Starting at, at the head and dissolving down, returns Talon to his normal form. Exploding from the guy's mouth is his feet as you blow his head clean off. <laughs> Completely cap him. Uh, well, he had it coming. <laughs> yeah. So, the two remaining tweakers, one of them looks at the guy, looks at the potion and goes, I'm going straight from now on, <laughs> and leaves. Only one alive tweaker remains. So, while you think of what to do with him, Thaddeus, you're being bribed by a money thief who you now have by his pants. Okay, so, um, well, first I'm going to say you probably shouldn't be doing that. I'm not going to let you get away with it. What do I do with him and all this money? <laughs> what to Look. do with all this money? <laughs> Look, I'm sorry, buddy, but you're going to have to take this back to the bank where you found it. The bank is so far... Do you not see what's going on? What do you want me to do? Fine, fine. you know, you, you want it? Why don't you take it back yourself? He takes off his jacket, which is just lined with, <laughs> with platinum. Like, uh, 50,000 gold pieces worth of platinum exists in the lining of his jacket. He looks at you. You know, you're still holding on to him, but the jacket is off in one hand. So he's now... You're now holding a man... Who is holding a jacket full of platinum? And what's the jacket holding? <laughs> <laughs> well, then I use intimidation to tell him, no, you're gonna pick that shit up and bring it back. Alright, try it. Damn it, nine. Uh, he looks at you and says, alright, fine. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> then, does he do anything? Does he. Oh, I, I'm gonna let him down. Alright, he goes and says, alright, oh. I'll. I know what's Thank you. Whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> Just runs away. <laughs> um, he does leave. Uh, as he runs away, one platinum piece does fall on the ground, then slides into a hole and is consumed by some mold. <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> I go to touch you that mold. <laughs> <laughs> I always knew it in this way. <laughs> Sherlock. Yes. So to recap, yes, a giant mushroom cloud of moss has just broken off and is falling on top of you. Yeah, another dex throw to try to, to try to avoid this. Um, yes, I would like to try to avoid this. All right, so make just normal uh, athletics, acrobatics, sorry, acrobatics throw. Uh, 16. You, uh, you don't have time to grab onto your newly saved chum, but you do successfully dive out of the way as the mass descends squarely where the man now stands, stands alone. It makes a perturbing little amount of noise. It sounds like a sponge rubbing against stone as the parabolic monstrosity engulfs him. From the cocoon, you hear the final breaths of the doomed individual, a long wheeze that's as if he's gasping for air, but lasts 10 seconds. (laughs) 
next time on Roll to Hit. A red potion comes flying at you. Natural 20. All right. (laughs) Rising from the obscured horizon, less than 50 feet away is a galloping horse. All of the people that I've let down. Grappler, if you want to drag her by her hair out of the way. I want to do a full Nelson on her. (laughs) Okay. You want to do this. Yeah, blow out the leg. Firing out of the end of the wand is a rainbow of shrapnel. (laughs) All right, I'm taking that as a yes. (laughs) The entrance has been utterly demolished with heavy stones layering up the door. This is a bad idea. (laughs) The unmistakable sound of cracking stone echoes through the potion shop as an entire shelf of talismans crashes in the back. Instantly uh, move towards heat. That makes me pretty much useless. (laughs) Oh, well, actually, maybe not. I may be able to control it somehow. All you hear is flames. It's com- you're completely surrounded in smoke. It's impossible to see. What? Just do it. Trust you me. I just said I did it. <laughs> and the Minotaur just silently is just shaking his head at you. <laughs> and then leaves. Am I covered in blood at this point? Yes. Right? <laughs>